0: This podcast ad is brought to you by the Genesee Brewery. Since 1878, we've poured generations of brewing craft into each Genesee beer. Genesee has seen it all and adapted to the times without sacrificing our integrity. Through trusting our age-old techniques and our state-of-the-art brewery, we aim to brew the highest quality beers. That's because Genesee is after something special, quality beer that brings people together to create new memories, And to celebrate traditions, Genesee beers are best enjoyed with good family and good friends. Always drink responsibly.
1: Yeah, Logan, always drink
2: responsibly.
1: I'm out. That sounded (laughs) good. That sounded good. So shout out Genesee. Thank you for the sweet Instagram video. And uh, obviously the one and only brandon j mcdermott on the voice i appreciate you my dude i asked him like i was like hey man if you get a chance at some point do you think you maybe can uh, do this first take at least that he sent to me and it was it felt like it was like five minutes later and he crushed that out and i was like god damn you are you should run a radio station when you get older
2: well being a content creator doesn't work brandon you should totally pursue a career in radio
1: you know yeah, have uh, you ever have you ever seriously
3: thought about doing that like
0: i have and i'll tell you this they both Never mind, if I'm going to say it. <laughs> The pay is not great in one or both.
1: Yeah, but either way, no, all kidding aside, if if, if you don't get the joke, then you probably haven't watched a lot. But uh, Strike Out Beer Podcast is in the chat. He's doing cheers and cheers to these guys. If you guys haven't checked them out, they're live every Wednesday. And I am a huge, huge fan of their show. I even talk about it at work to the point where Zach's like, shut
2: up. That's not true. Oh, you didn't say that? <laughs> no, actually, I support oh. them. And I say they're really relatable and I enjoy their content.
1: Yeah, but to me, one time it sounded like "shut up" because I was going off too much. But either way, all right, look at no Logan. Logan was on time. We're not going to cancel late. Logan, he was here. Yeah, unless your period's late and you're having a baby, and we don't nope. know about it. Okay. Nope, he's good. No, nope, I am. I am nope. not having a baby. Shout out, Squeaks Beard. It's been a while.
3: I have a fun trick to show you guys tonight.
1: Yeah, that doesn't quite look like a Genesee beer. No, it's it's not. Unfortunately,
3: I don't have any beer.
1: Well, we're going to get you a Genesee ice. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We we're going to get are. you so many Genesee ices.
3: Let's see this so, trick. Have you guys seen this trick?
2: Shake
1: uh, it up. I mean, I, kind of.
2: <laughs> I can't make a bushelite taste it. worse.
1: Three, four. It's technically right. three
3: whole turns. Six.
1: Six. Okay. Seven.
4: Whoa. All right. So when one of my dickhead sons shakes up my <laughs> beer, I know what to do now. Thank you, sir.
1: Wow. This cool. is a scientific educational show. Yeah, it is. Now, was Three the... full rotations. It, it usually
3: works a little bit better, but this is super smooth. It helps if you have a slightly rougher surface.
0: Was the like... slamming mm, or the setting of the beer on the table hard important?
3: No, 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 no. That was just me going, boom. This is, I'm showing you, I'm putting it on the table.
4: Yeah. He's just using his muscles.
3: Just using my muscles.
1: Muscles. Uh speaking of muscles, I'm glad that uh, that all of your muscles are starting to be better. You know, you've you've came a long way. I think everything there. You know, you had the bionic arm for a little while, and I'm assuming things are going much better for you. And um, it's good to see, man.
3: I can finally curl 20 pounds 10
1: times with hey. that arm. I mean, nice. it didn't seem that it was that long ago. Two and a half pounds was was strenuous. I remember oh, yeah. we, were, we yeah. were talking about it, and I was like, "Holy shit."
3: Well, a month month and a half ago, a month and a half ago, I was struggling with a ten pound weight. So it's definitely yep. like it's it's definitely getting better. I'll be I'll be back up to thirty-five pounds, hopefully within another month and a half, two months.
1: That's that's fifteen to twenty more pounds than Logan's been a- able to do his entire life. So uh whoop, <laughs> yeah, but mine
4: mine is in um ounces. Mine just repetition. Just yeah. like, go light, but go off. He,
1: he's yeah, he's
3: light, he's lighter weight, higher repetition.
1: And uh, shout out Brandon's mustache. That thing is looking fantastic. He had a goal a month or two ago that he that's was going to have a better mustache, and it is looking fantastic. It's looking good.
0: You know what it my mother-in-law said? She was here two okay. weeks ago, and I go, I go, hey Mox, I call her Ma. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, that's what I call my mother. You yeah, know, my mother-in-law, but still, same. I go, how's the mustache look? She goes, uh, you're, you're getting there. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Well, maybe she's such a big
1: fan of the show and she's been used to seeing, you know, this mustache or Toby's great mustache. And Logan occasionally when he doesn't hit 40 and has a midlife crisis and grows out a really good beard, he has a pretty good mustache. Toby has a cock on his head. Can't really see it. Moving on to new news. (laughs) That was a, I feel like you guys do that a lot. No judgment. It's 2022. (laughs) Things to not Google. Cock on Toby's head. It's yeah. a rooster, and anybody that's just listening, it is his. Uh, it is is it the one that's wearing the, cape? Is that the not no,
3: cape? No, no, The one wearing the cape is
0: he's sleeping. He
1: that might not even be just... the. That might. I, I apologize. It's a chicken on
0: his head. I don't know if that is a rooster. Oh, I was going to say, is that the cock commander? Or...
1: Yeah.
4: Would that be your GI Joe name now,
0: cock commander? What the cock commander?
4: Yeah, <laughs> commander cock. cock, commander cock. yeah. yeah. Standing tall, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, no, we've got, this one is normally outside, but it uh, had a really bad rainstorm last night, and I think he got a little scared. Oh. So, so, she came back in tonight, uh, and so, can't live, this one was raised with the ducks, it can't live without the ducks, so once it got inside, the ducks started freaking out outside, and it started freaking out inside, so we had to go oh. grab the ducks and bring the ducks inside, into a pen inside. And now it just wants to roam the house.
1: Something that probably most of us never thought we'd ever hear in our entire life, but you heard it here on Beard Laws podcast, episode one fifty eight. And we also we're going to talk about trick <laughs> or treat. <laughs> we're not going to say trick or treat, but we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk about should trick or treating be during daytime hours or nighttime hours? You know, being you know some uh, some parents in here, some people that have also done some trick or treating. We're going to discuss that, and we're also going to talk about cryogenic freezing there's a facility in arizona that has 199 humans and the headline says human bodies and heads so i kind of want to discuss that a little bit in the more detail and i'm curious how you guys uh react to that as well so i, I think we if you guys are ready we'll jump right into the the, the cryogenic one i saw yeah the yeah
3: picture. that I'm, I'm interested to hear I'm interested. more about that
1: one um, so I clicked, and that is definitely the wrong link. Uh, that was about something else. So here we go. So it says, uh, this is from the metro.co.uk, because apparently that's where all the good stories come from. And uh, I'd add Block Plus on, so we're going to go over to Firefox. And uh, it says, our patients aren't dead inside the cryogenic freezing facility with 199 humans on ice. But there is mention of Ted Williams, who is deceased so i mean i am very confused by the article now they're doing that this just came out this article today at 10:49 a.m not sure if it's uk time or our time but i did see this and this is pretty wild so i'm just going to read a little bit from that it. it's um in arizona and there is a there is a picture um that i will show here as well let's present the screen we don't need the audio but right here there is this picture right here hmm um I'm guessing these are some of the patients and they have them in there and then they have them in these life extension things and uh instantly I don't know if it, if it does for you guys but it reminds me of Futurama. Yeah. Um, oh yeah
0: yeah.
1: Absolutely. Simpsons with the heads when they when they had the the mention of the heads I, I think of the Simpsons where they had the presidents and everything else in there and the talking heads and everything. But well, apparently that was, in, that was Futurama
3: what? as well. Yeah. yeah. So with the heads
1: as well, right? Yep. Yep. Same guy wrote him The travel, the future isn't it, isn't it? Matt from Futurama as well. Yeah, groaning. Yeah, where groaning. Yeah, he travels the. He, he's he's a time traveler. If, I mean, if you nobody can tell nobody can predict that shit. But uh, uh, inside the tanks filled with liquid nitrogen are the bodies and heads of 199 humans. That's the first line right in the article. Um, they all opted to be cryopreserved with the hopes of being revived in the future. Many of the patients, as Alcor Life Extension Foundation calls them, are people who are terminally ill with cancer, ALS, or other diseases, which there's not a present cure, so the hope is if they can freeze them, and then the technology advances years down the road that they're able to find a cure, apparently. I i, I want to I hear your initial thoughts before you this know. there's, is, there's more details. It's going to be like idiocracy,
3: where they're just forgotten about and buildings torn down and one day somebody finds them like in the basement of I don't personally I don't believe I don't believe in cryogenically freezing people I don't I don't think it works I I think the moment that that I mean you see you you hear what happens when like people like fall into like ice cold water and like go into shock and their their system shocks and eventually the brain just dies of starvation of oxygen well, that's the same thing happening here. You're not just going to be able to thaw them out. And I mean, not to mention the fact, look at all the creatures that they have found in ice perfectly mummified, but guess what? Still dead.
1: Yeah. Wasn't didn't, at some point, they find like cavemen or some shit that were like perfectly preserved. I know there was a whole movie about it, but I'm not talking the movie. Like, in You mean, real like
4: life. Encino Man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I thought there was something in <laughs> real life. But obviously, they found him preserved, and he was completely like he was he was frozen. Far but he was, there wasn't any saving this guy. Yeah, there's there's been yeah.
2: a couple of actually. There's one recently found, I guess.
1: Yeah, just. Brandon, what's your what what's your thoughts on this? I see you kind of staring there, and I'm just I, I don't know if it's still you pondering or trying to no. figure out where Black Lake is, or
0: no. Well, I, I'll say this: I, I think there's a there's an interesting thing to be said about how we assume the future, what the uh, future is going to be like, and we've been very wrong in the past before. And I'm not necessarily sure. I'm with I'm with Toby on this. I'm not sure that you know we're going to gauge this quite right, and maybe in the future they are able to. Cryogenically unfreeze uh, uh, human matter, but it's not going to be able to be brought back to life by any means. Cloning, perhaps, of course, but not yeah. the actual person who has the memories and the, uh, the je ne sais quoi that, uh, that that person had before, I guess. It's just going to make- remind that. you,
2: assholes, that Hans, it worked for Hans Solo. He wasn't frozen. He was, he he was frozen. cast, he was, whatever. He, I will say, he kryptonite. was
3: frozen in carbonite.
2: Carbonite, thank you. Same.
1: Why don't they try that?
3: But what? (laughs) But (laughs) I mean, it's not, this isn't, uh, this isn't demolition, man, right? Like, they're not just going to laser cut you out and go through a thawing process and uh, everything's going to be like the brain's going to die. It it doesn't have oxygen. That's pure and simple. It needs oxygen to continue to survive.
4: So let's go to these people who, like Matt, you read, like, Terminal cancer, right, or whatever. Yeah,
1: Yeah, there's a little girl from Thailand who had brain cancer. Both her parents are doctors. They had multiple brain surgeries. Nothing worked, so they contacted this Alcor. Um, She's one of the patients. Um, Also, there has been apparently several rumors for several decades that Walt Disney uh, is frozen, and he is part of this. It it has shot down. He is not there. doesn't mean he's not somewhere. With something crazy, tag Who knows? With it's Walt Disney, but he is not one of yeah. the patients. But we we spoke about backstage, maybe in the beginning. Ted Williams, legendary baseball player, he died in 2002, is one of the Alcor's frozen patients. So with the with the
4: little girl, mm-hmm. was she dead when they froze her? Um, she passed away. Uh, or she, like, I, I'm, I, I'm, that's a legit question. I'm that like, I don't know. Like, because or did
3: like, as soon, soon as the body dies, you can't her bring it back? Dropping her in this shit
2: <laughs> yeah, like.
1: Um, I th- have the answer to these questions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead then.
2: So, yes, they. In order, how do you for say cry- this name? Oh, I'm not good at I'm not good at those ones.
1: Oh, you rip off MMA names at this I, one here. I'm
2: not good at I'm not good at South I'm not good at like South Asia. I'm not great. nails Neo-
1: Okay. I don't think. Yeah,
2: I would buy that. Sure. Okay. Uh, so, so Zach. So would- yeah. So for so for cryonics of any kind to take place, the patient has to be clinically and legally dead by their jurisdicting uh, country, nation, where they died. Okay. But as long as it is written in their will and their last rights, um, cryonics professionals can be in place witnessing their death so that cryonics can take place within seconds. The beginning stage of cryonics can take place within seconds of them dying. Hmm. They There's a critical window between death in vitrification, that you have to hit in order to avoid what Kobe was saying was critical damage to their brain, um, including the degradation of neural circuits. Um, so that has to be done. The head is, or the whole body is frozen. What's um, the point of just the head? I think I enjoy, that Android just transplant.
3: Maybe, head, yeah. maybe? Know, who knows?
2: Yeah, based on based on previous uh, like rabbit holes that I followed on it, it's like with hopes that we would someday be able to like extract memory and consciousness from brains or just do a head or brain transplant. Huh. That's what they, I've always heard that's what Walt Disney did is that they put your head, head so that them, we can like, take Walt Disney's brain and put it in somebody else. So that then we can have a new age, highly creative anti-Semite walking hmm. around the planet. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. All right. Well, that's a sharp fucking (laughs) turn. Not to switch gears, but uh, there's some famous figures like Paris Hilton who who have signed up for this. America's Got Talent, Simon Caldwell, Caldwell, uh, has announced that he was a member in 2011, but has later opted out. Um, And obviously there was there were some other people that, you know, anywhere from ALS to all these different ones. And uh, some of these patients have paid in Bitcoin. And uh, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. That, there's I, a video I, I, that shows I'm how sorry. a body's I feel it's prepared a for Scam it. because That's even cool. the skin, like you
3: can try to preserve that body, but that body is gonna, it's gonna mummify. Like, Do you it, want to see how it they're preserved? It needs oxygen flow and everything else for your skin to not. You know, I mean, it can be preserved, but it's 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 gonna be. You're not gonna be able I to, tried to preserve it my
1: through, body through alcohol. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Here we go. This is this is right on the site. No, At okay. this stage of the procedure, uh, we have to wait until the patient's been declared legally dead. We then move the patient. There we go.
0: Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to put. First, first thing. thing... Yeah, he looks mad. Go ahead, Brandon. First, we take the six figures from the from the patient, put it in our bank account. Yeah. Yep. Then we make yeah. sure they're legally dead by stabbing them multiple the times.
2: Bar, and we're going to cover them in ice, oh. and then add some water. So we don't have that here, but we're
1: gonna use this. So it's just like packing a cooler. <laughs> some ice and a little bit of water.
3: It does look like they've got something that goes into the body in order to continue to. I don't know, like you see what I'm saying? Like
0: that so is basically like any cool. good American can do this. Not to get it's too macabre kind of. on us here, but uh those Europeans they're wild, man. They're they're I, I I and this is probably a turn for the dark for the worse here, a little dark here, but. Did you guys hear recently about the story of the girl who, um, I don't remember all the details, but she was in some sort of bombing. She survived the bombing, but had very, very severe PTSD um, over the last several years. And they euthanized her for her own choice because she just dealt with it so rough-wise that she chose to. And, and that, that I read an article on it, and I was like, in America, that article wouldn't have read that way. No. The morality of the question is is, is 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 one up certainly up for debate, probably not on this podcast, but my 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 point is is like it was done in Europe and like how that was told through the story is just it's so much different than the way we view things morally here in America. It's
3: right. I feel like this is just a continuation of Nazi experimentation at this point.
1: Yeah. And don't worry, shoe covers are mandatory. They are, thank God. Did you if you didn't see that sign, shoe thank covers God. are mandatory. I was worried. Guys walking around with no mask nothing on and throwing ice and water in with fresh kicks that are covered all right so yeah all right well that's that's a thing and uh so i guess i I have to ask you guys i i'm I'm gonna go with my answer as well but would you guys if it was funded by you would you entertain this it's the minimum cost two hundred thousand dollars to freeze a body and eighty thousand for the brain alone
3: no I don't want to be alive 80
4: years or like could you imagine I now. mean
3: first things first could you imagine being woke up we'll say 200 years from now look at the change from 1900 to 2000 or you know 19 oh, you were there? I mean like <laughs> I'm just saying like in that 100 years advancement yeah. in technology and everything like you wouldn't know what to do with yourself it would be, mi- you'd be miserable. That you'd would be the uh, what's, what's the movie. What's the movie with Tom Cruise? Um, where Top Gun, Vanilla Sky, where Vanilla Sky. they're yeah. like, Hey, you know, just to let you know, you have been cryogenically frozen this whole time. We can unfreeze you if you choose, but just to let you know, the millions of dollars that you had, it's really not going to go very far right now. You're not going to last very long on it. And you know, blah, blah, blah. you like, we can fix your face, but everything else has changed so exponentially uh, we're going to recommend that you just don't ever do that.
1: I'm going to uh, I'm going to go the opposite. If I had the money, I'd try it. Whatever. I don't, I don't know why not. What's the worst? I'm already dead. I'm just frozen instead of burned.
2: I got to give that money
3: to my kids.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, if I had that kind of money that I earned, I feel like the whole saying "you can't take it with you." Fuck yeah. that. I'm taking it with me. But I'm going to freeze. <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> Sorry, you guys can figure it out and make your own money. But, again, this is not going to happen. Um, but if it, if it ever does, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. I got nothing else. Anybody else have on that? Or we want to uh, switch gears on this? Next. Yeah, let's switch gears. It's weird. It's just weird. It is a little weird. Um, Trick or treating. This is a this is a nice little topic that's in there. And uh, there's a couple of topics that were there. But I thought this one would be interesting. Trick or treating during daytime hours or nighttime hours. What do we think it should be? I mean, obviously, I think a lot of times for us, uh, there's pretty much snow. It, it's getting a little darker, anyways. So, by the time you get done work, it's dark in their trick or treat. But, Brandon, uh, you, you're, you're ready to jump in.
0: I think this is tied to another conversation. And I'm not trying to switch the we can have this debate. And I'll say, I'll say nighttime because that's the best time to do it as, as a kid. It's most fun. It's dark. It's scary. It's spooky. Yep. Um, but it's wild to me also how much the conversation has switched. And it's been a slow slope to it um, over the past many years of the talk of drugs being in candy when it comes to we know nobody's throwing, you know, the green stuff in there. We know nobody's going to be wasting that stuff. But the idea of fentanyl, go ahead. I don't know where I sit on it in in that uh, thinking people are putting it in there. Obviously, it's fucking terrible and you wouldn't want your children taking anything like that. But what I'm saying is where I'm going with that is is how it's changing the way that people are thinking about doing trick-or-treating going forward. A lot of people are going for these trunk-or-treat events where people come to the mm-hmm. parking lot and they open their trunks and they have the kids go around in a circle or in whatever, and they come up and they hand out candy that way so you can kind of see people and kind of know what's going on a little better.
3: Um, yeah. I'd like to... Hear actually, we're reason. doing that at, our, at the meetup here.
0: Yeah. Yep. Which is a cool idea, too, but for me, the nostalgia of, of Halloween was going all the way up and down every street we could until 10 o'clock and coming back with pillowcases full of candy. That was the best. Well,
3: or switching out because you got so, you got so full you'd dump it out and go right back out with your, with your buddies. And, and the then the draft
0: for us. It was the draft that happened afterwards where my sisters and I would pour all our candy out and we would trade Reese's for this or that for this. and Love doing that.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is, it is sick that you have to worry about stuff like that. And I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, too, you probably there's certain neighborhoods that I can think of around here that you would never try to go trick or treat into, right. you know, in certain houses, you definitely wouldn't. And I don't want to be stereotypical, I guess, but I, I can't imagine you're going to, you know, in a smaller community, I guess it's different than where we are over there. But you're going to know most of the people you're not you're going to worry going to, you know, a doctor's house or this guy. So, you know what I mean? Like people that you see out in the community, you're probably going to be safe. But it's it's a sad thing to think that. They might be some shit. possible,
3: right? Yeah, I got yeah, think people were just fine going to Jeffrey Dahmer's house.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We take our young kids, like only people we know. We do a block, whatever. Um, we actually skip a house or two. Um, so, yeah, do you think uh, yeah, anybody it's... ever
1: trick or treated at Dahmer's house? That's a good question. Because if they did, apartment. it would have been a trick. I will say that. Why are you he did giving speeches?
0: Not ever
3: have a uh, killing that disappeared on on Halloween.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I would also like to add that I agree with with Lilette, and the idea is that no person in their right mind is going to take anything that is going to be a waste of money for them and put it in candy and try to feed it to strangers. But we heard about stories of people putting like needles on the bottom end, infected needles on the bottom ends of of, uh, gas uh, uh, pumps Pumps. and things like that. People who are fucked in the mind will do fucked things is my point. And so it it doesn't happen often, but it does happen. And it's something you probably should worry about at some point. And my point with this mainly is not we should be worried about it. It's that it's changing the way that people are thinking about in in communities all across the country, how to do this trick or treating thing.
1: Yeah.
4: Our community has... Shifted more towards uh, daytime. It didn't used to be. It used to be yeah. all, sun goes down. Like it's a fun town kind of thing. And now it's just, it's, it almost stops. Like the sun sun's down and you might get maybe an hour of more kids. So it's about so different than what it used to be.
3: About 15 years ago. I, I noticed that there was a change. I remember I was sitting at my house. It was like six o'clock at night, and there's a knock on my door, and I open it up, and it's trick or treaters. I'm like, I look up, and there's your parents, and I went, "Fuck <laughs> are you doing?" <laughs> to the parents, and they're like, oh my god, I was like, it's six p.m. I was like, "Here, let, let me. I'll be right back, kids." And I came back and I had a beer in each hand. And the parents were like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I don't have candy yet. Like, we're not ready. It's not nighttime. Do they are? Can they drink?" Uh, those parents were gone. When when we were growing up, I at least would have taken the beer and said, "You're right, kids. Go next door." Uh, I, it, it turned out later on me and the next door neighbor, we would sit at the end of the driveway together with a cooler. And as parents would pass by, we'd be like, you want beer? That's what we do.
4: We hand out beer to the parents.
3: Um, But when we were younger, I mean, I don't know necessarily if it ever was a safer environment for us as kids. Um, I think we just kind of did what we did. And our parents were like, I can make another one if need be. Cause you know, everybody (laughs) had like, shit tons of kids back in those days but yeah I think the presence of social media and things like that have also raised like heightened awareness and not to mention the fact like overblown like over uh, you know exaggerated stories and thrown things into people's mind making people think that it's actually much more dangerous now than it was when we were growing up I mean when we grew up man that's when milk carton kids were a thing and they were all over the place you couldn't go anywhere without seeing a missing kid sign. It, I mean, it was.
1: Or in Canada, was, uh, they, they were on the bag milk. On the bag milk, yeah, yep, yep. Missing <laughs> but, kid on the bag Christ. milk.
3: It's um, I still think that um, at at the earliest dusk, like when the sun is below the tree line and you just have a little bit of that orange sky left, that's when you start. If you're yep. coming out and it's still. Plenty of daylight and you can see your shadow on the ground. There's no reason for you to be out there yet.
0: And I, yep. I will, I will add this just real quick. Um, I think it, it changes things up. I think it, it, for us as adults, looking back to the nostalgia of what it was like for us as kids to be able to uh, trick or treat during the nighttime. How fun that was! But yep. the idea of these trunk or treat events or coming together as a neighborhood or community to do your own little daytime thing that can be a cool thing. That could be something that could be, you know, let's bring some drinks. Let's bring some sandwiches. Let's do, so it could be positive on both sides. I think with something, with something
3: like that, I I don't have a problem with it being during the daytime. All right. But I'm saying, if you're talking about going out, like around here, um, we we have a lot of subdivisions and they're, and they're kind of spread out. So you have people will drive their kids from subdivision to subdivision. If you're starting your drive and it's, 6 six thirty 30 at night and people are just getting home from work and you're taking your kids around to go trick-or-treating already uh uh-uh. like if you're already going to be with you if you're already going to be with your kids that's a good point yeah wait until it gets dark it was different when we were kids because our parents were like well go have a good time i don't remember one not one time where i was able to go out by myself that my parents ever came with like the moment that i was able to like Go out with my friends all day long. That was it, man. Like my yep. parents were like, "Well, you you're able to go out at night and play play night games like kick the bucket and stuff like that with your brother and all of your friends.
1: Throw some eggs. And you can go out with those same paper. people oh, at night honey. to go trick or treating, shaving cream.
2: We'll see you mm-hmm.
4: later. Yeah, come home before school, Tamara.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good conversation too. And you know, uh, somebody said in there too. They've kind of noticed you know less decorations. Um, Which I've kind of noticed around, you know, there's a couple of houses that go real out, and just you know, I guess the expensive, the expensive things, uh, whether it's the expense or people just maybe just are not giving a shit, maybe just don't want certain kids at their house handing out candy and you know every every place is different especially you know like where we are country you, you can't really walk house to house where we are you go to a town you go to a village and the trunk or treat events are cool certain businesses get their name out they sponsor they they throw some stuff it's uh yeah it's it's, it's interesting things you know everybody's evolving in that but uh yeah no it's a good conversation no one else is a good conversation oh go ahead Kobe.
3: and going off of what Nita put in there that is exactly what i'm talking about it's this misconception that it was less dangerous for us when we were younger than it is now. I don't believe that it's any more dangerous for kids to go out now in groups to go trick-or-treating on their own without adult supervision than it was when we were younger. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I truly believe that it was, it was no less dangerous when we were younger. It's just there was less who gives you shit going on.
1: Less people. It was a tape, different yeah.
3: time, and we weren't as cognizant of our surroundings. And yep. parents really weren't. That's really when, like, dual working households just started, and like your parents would be exhausted and be like, "Just go." But there wasn't a day that went by that you didn't hear about another kid missing in your, in, you know, in your town or your neighborhood. It happened every day. It's just not here. Not people here. are more paranoid now than they were back then. Yeah. So we make it more dangerous in our minds than it was when we were growing up because we were kids then and we didn't think about shit like that now we're an adult and now we are thinking about stuff like that so immediately we go to what was less dangerous when we were kids no the fuck it wasn't we were just kids and we didn't think about shit like that so we didn't know about stuff like that it's true now we're adults and we don't we're not thinking like kids if you're a kid your kid thinks it's just as safe out there as we did when we were kids And we thought it was just plenty safe out there.
0: Did I hear you say, Toby, that your parents said to you like how dangerous it was? You be careful out there because blah, blah, blah. Such and such will happen. Because that's what I remember. That's what they would say.
3: They'd be like, hey, you know, just be careful. Don't talk to strangers. Stay away from this. You know, if you see something, report it. You know, that's the same things that I tell my kids when when they would go out as they're growing up at the same age. But we all got we all got to talk. Right. Like you all still. I think kids yeah. are just dumber nowadays.
0: I grew up in Omaha. That's I agree. I grew up in Omaha in the, in the early 90s. I was an 80s kid, grew up in the early 90s. There was a guy in about 85, 86. His name was John Jubert. Won't get into the details about it. You can search it up if you want. He was uh, uh, put to death in the state in like 96, 97. He had abducted some children and did terrible things to them. I was hearing about this as a child in the early 90s from my parents about not leaving the neighborhood because John Jubert's going to come get me. That kind of shit sticks with you 30 years later yeah. in And so to Toby's yeah. point, like we're pushing this on our own kids now too. Yeah.
3: One of the biggest abduction cases in the United States happened when I was growing up. And the kid was about the same age as me. He went by the name of uh, Jacob Wetterling. And oddly enough, just a few years ago, they finally discovered his body and the guy confessed.
1: No shit. But,
3: yeah, I mean, Jacob Wetterling went missing, and it was a huge thing. And so, of course, I got that all the time. But at the same time, I was also well-raised. I knew not to talk to certain people. I knew not to get in a vehicle that I didn't recognize, that I don't believe somebody if they say that they're a friend of my parents.
1: Yeah. I, I, right. get, I know right. that because they're getting drunk with my parents right now. All my, yeah, all yeah. my parents' friends right. are at home. Yeah. And well, it's not shit. like, you're not, people. You're not, you're
3: not. You're you're not my mom my mom's friend Tammy. Tammy's at with my mom drinking martinis at our house right now. Why They're do you think I'm that on the counter? <laughs>
1: you're yeah. a liar. Yeah, it's not like shitty people just started becoming a thing in 2020. That's, true. That's true. There's been shitty people everywhere. But either
4: way, let's uh, have a let's have a funner conversation. A yeah. funner one. Uh yeah. you
1: you got uh, you got some hot takes ready, Toby? I, I I I do. He's like, "I thought you'd never ask. You guys ready for it?" Yeah, let's Mm -hmm. do it. All right, let's do the thing. Uh, Toby time.
3: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Hot Takes with Toby. For those of you guys that don't know, this is the way that it works. I'm going to bring up a, a topic, which essentially is nothing more than a statement. And the four people that are on the show, we will either agree or disagree with the statement. If we have people that don't see eye to eye, then we give those people a chance to explain why they disagree or agree with the statement. And then after all that's said and done, and we've all had the ability to discuss our reasoning, you, the viewer, get to vote as to whether or not the people that agree were correct or the people that disagree are correct on a voted poll in the live chat. Hell yeah. So let's go with our first one. I'd rather live without TV than without music. Do you agree or disagree? You'd rather live without TV than without music.
1: Oh shit!
3: I since everybody else is kind of like, oh, I'll, well, I'll tell you right agree. now, I'll just, take I'll away agree. my TV. I cannot live. I cannot live without music. Preach. So, um, yep, me too. Yeah, I, I'd rather live without TV than without music.
0: Yep, I agree.
3: Matt? Oh,
0: man, I need sports. I mean, you're you're allowed to
3: agree, and I, I have plenty I of other cards. Here.
0: I don't watch sports on TV. I watch it on my computer. Does that count? Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah. A huge, yeah,
3: I'm a huge I'm a huge
0: radio baseball yeah. guy. So.
3: so essentially, I guess I would say I like this: radio. you'd rather go without music than without visual entertainment such as TV, internet. You know, like anything that like YouTube. So like we all could of do this, all of that, we'll see. <laughs> we could just
0: be on the radio. We'd be, see, we'd be on work. NPR. Seeing as I work in radio and have worked it's at NPR, I will definitely say that uh, I got to stick with radio. So I'm going to go with uh, music. I, agree. I can't. Music. Yeah, I, I
1: can't. I can't even play. The, I can't live without music as well. I, music is is a part of from the time I wake up. There's a song. I, I can't live without music. Yeah. And Zach, for you agree? Those, you yeah. No. Yeah. M- those music, of me, I, mean, it,
2: I've, I haven't had TV in 11 years, so it's, it's, yeah.
3: For those of you in the chat that are saying agree or disagree, you completely yeah. passed by the how I said that this game works. And uh, you're the reason why your kids might go missing for Halloween. Just saying. (laughs) I said what I said, honey. I said what I said.
1: (laughs) I said what I said. Hey, uh, we also have a first. This is the first time that all of us have agreed on the hot takes question. Music videos are
3: not. music. By the way, music videos are not still music. Yes, they have music, but it's a cinematic version of a song.
1: Yeah, I like it.
3: All right. And you are right, Matt. That is the first time that we've ever all agreed. All right. So we here's one that we one. got.
1: Well, that is the Football.
3: most
0: patriotic card ever.
3: <laughs> Football is the best sport to watch live.
1: Disagree.
0: Disagree. Disagree. Now, watch live. Or is this watch live at the event or watch live on television? Because that's a different thing.
3: At the event. Uh, it doesn't have to watch live. Uh, how about we go with one of each? So. Okay. Football's the best to watch. We'll we'll do two two different rounds. Football's the best sport to watch live at the event. Disagree. Do you agree disagree. or disagree? disagree? Disagree. Disagree. I I also disagree. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> All right, so what about on TV? Disagree. I agree. Ooh, I uh... You agree with that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. I, I I'm going to disagree as well. Disagree. I am I, I'm honestly with Brandon on this. Oh it, it's it's very right. close for me. It's very close for me for my favorite sport to watch live. Um but I, I do enjoy watching football probably most live on TV. And,
0: and 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 I'll I'll just start the argument and make it really quick and simple. Uh the rest of Americans agree, which is why we see so many commercials during football games and why it's the most watched sport. Uh, not just the, uh, the the Super Bowl, but if you look at any part of the country that doesn't have, like mine, that doesn't have a pro team, uh, college football is just as important in the South and the Midwest. And so um, football is so great to watch on television versus other sports because it's not as slow as baseball. And baseball is great to watch live. It's my favorite sport to watch live. So I'm not putting down baseball by any means. I agree. Degree. That's mm-hmm. the that's the sport you need to be taking in and all the sounds of the ballpark and everything and the slowness of it and Everything. But with football, this is the thing that's, that schools like Nebraska need to take in, where I'm from, my favorite school, and shrink their stadium because the future of football is watching it in your basement because it's a much better situation to do that than it is to go to the event. I know fans that have uh, uh, season tickets that spend thousands and thousands of dollars a year to drive or fly hundreds of miles to watch games, eight games a, a year, on uh, every Saturday or during the fall or every other Saturday during the fall. And they're starting to question things because if teams don't do great or the stadium experience, isn't the best, which at many places across the country, college stadiums, aren't the best. If you're sitting on a hard bench with no seat back, if ain't, it ain't the greatest. And my ass is bigger than that. And I'm telling <laughs> you this, this don't, this looks big on your screen, but it ain't, it's like, it's like this, it's like a foot. That's the, how big the spots are on the, on the bench it's it's just awful all the way around. No Wi-Fi. I'm pissing in a trough like an animal. Like no, this is. So. <laughs> all
1: right, Toby, you Thank you're man. gonna add to it. You're on team Brandon.
3: Yeah, so I'm I'm also gonna I'm still I'm also gonna go with the grief for a reason. For one, if, if, I've been to I've been to live football games. Um, I used to go to them when Minnesota played in the Metrodome. Obviously, I grew up watching, but I did enjoy watching baseball more um, live. Um, than I did football for one with football. I mean, unless you're really kind of close to the field and down towards the center, a, a football field is so long and there's so much going on. It's so difficult to see what's happening um, and watching football and the experience of the TV. I love listening to all the background of the players, the commentators. I love being able to see the instant replays and maybe they're pointing stuff out that I missed. Whereas on baseball, I'm not really going to miss much. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and, and like Brandon was saying that the real experience live is, is baseball. My second favorite is hockey. My second favorite to watch on TV is also hockey, but because things like football and baseball have so much length between where they're traveling, how they're playing the movement, all the different things that are going on. It's a lot easier to catch and pick up on and, and it pulls you in when you watch it live, because you're sucked into the action there. Whereas I think other sports, it's not really necessary for it to be that way. Yeah. I mean, even when they, even when they show soccer on, on TV, it's still pulled pretty far back most of the time. So it's almost like you're sitting midway into the stands anyway.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, Logan, do you want to go next on uh, why football is not the best sport to watch on TV?
4: I'm not the greatest football fan in the world anyways. Um, on TV, I, it's I, the difference between uh, kind of like Toby was saying, like with baseball, it's, it's slower. The the sounds of the game. I think Brandon mentioned that or one of, one of you guys did to me, football sounds of the game is ruined because on TV, and this is not to bash Chris Collinsworth. Cause that's a whole nother thing, but the announcers never fucking stop talking. I, if it was more geared towards the players and the fans, then I would enjoy it more. Again, I don't I'm, – I'm, I'm baseball through and through, and my my second one is soccer. Um, but it is what it is. I say that because I, I get it. Some people hate soccer. But, like, with football, if they would just shut up and let me watch the game, I'd love watching football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 I usually will I, watch I'll, – I'll turn oh, on you hey, while hey, we're drinking. Okay, we don't. But um, I just – I don't know. And I'll end it. I'll end it with that. That I think, I think the sounds of the game of any of, even when you watch soccer, world cup, soccer, the Vuvuzelas during the world cup years and years ago, that was kind of entertaining. It was annoying, but it was entertaining.
2: Yeah. Tiny clip that
1: <laughs> brand uh, Zach. Why is football? Not the greatest sport to watch on TV. I
2: just think it's, I just think it's boring. I mean, it's so it's
1: slow. <clears throat>
2: I, I think Logan's got a good point. It's very commentary heavy now. Um, it's just, I I just, even at my peak of football fandom, I was never a fan of watching it. Um, I like listening to it like on the radio better. I think a good color team and a good play-by-play team makes football a lot more interesting. Um, yeah, I'm just not into it. I just, I never really have been. Um, yeah, I think NBC does a great job with Notre Dame games, but even that man, I'm hard pressed to watch. Every play
0: oh,
2: yeah. but that also may be due to, I think red zone did a lot to really curb people's interest in broadcast football. Uh, because I mean, let's face it, we have no attention span anymore. And red zone is like football and crystal meth.
3: Like it's <laughs> red zone is the tick tock of the NFL. It is. Yeah, it really awesome. is. Do
2: you, yep. you want to see me get excited about a J- Jacksonville Jaguars touchdown? Put it at the end of seventeen consecutive touchdowns, all happening within ten minutes.
0: <laughs> this is this is not a a a, a point to argue. It's just a thing to say. You just said that baseball is great because it's slow and all these other things, and then in the same voice in the same sentence, basically said that we have short attention spans. If we yeah, and you interjected
1: before I even got my turn. I didn't yet. say baseball.
0: I, I did. No, I know I I know it. I did.
1: Either way that's a valid point. Yeah. Um are are you good? Cuz I'm ready to go. to can I baseball is real quick. to watch. God damn you already had know, your
4: turn. I'm, I'm just saying to counter Brandon, what Brandon just said. Hold on. To counter what Brandon said. It's a different slow. There's constant there's no stopping like you're
1: it, a different slow. <laughs> <laughs> no
4: doubt. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like to me watching baseball the different slow is what's the pitcher going to throw? What's he thinking? What's what's everyone doing? Where's the shift? What's the runner doing? So that's.
0: And my point had nothing to do with this argument. It just had to do with the, us as people have the ability to have short or long attention spans if we want to. And be complete we're
4: hypocrites. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Complete hypocrites. Uh, that was, I, I wasn't going to talk about the red zone, but now that he did. Yeah. It's for me, I, I spend my entire Sunday watching football and I, and it's funny because I'm on the other side of football. If it wasn't for the Red Zone channel and being able to see all of the plays and all of the bigger plays, being a guy that has so much fantasy, it's hard for me to watch the game of football live, and it's very hard to watch just one game now. So most of the time, like, I will have my Steelers game on one TV. I'll have the Red Zone channel on another, and I'm watching them all, but I have to have all of that going on for it to be the best game to watch on TV. Where, to me, college basketball – Especially in March Madness, I can watch a game from tip off to the entire game, knowing that this foul shot, this foul trouble, like it's just a little bit more intense to for, for me to watch it live. So it's gonna be that. Um, you know, March Madness is right up there with probably one of the best sports, if not the best to watch, you know, live on TV. And I'm just I'm just gonna wrap it up from there. I'll give you that.
3: So I am going to say this because uh Zach brought it up. Mm-hmm. If you've never if you've never done it. Yeah, if, if not if, crystal you know, meth, right? If <laughs> right? you've know, you got a problem with the commentary heavy football, yep. Zach brought up a really good point. I will sit back and listen to a football game on the radio all day. So what my grandfather used to do, and this is where I really became okay with the commentary, is my grandfather would turn on the Vikings game and then turn on WCCO radio and we would listen to the radio broadcast while the TV's sound was turned all the way down. It is the most electrifying way to watch football. You will get so much more excited listening to radio commentary to a live broadcast TV event than you will if yeah. you any of the commentators on TV.
4: Yeah, absolutely. He and did I'm, the I'm same very
3: exact thing with baseball. He did the same exact yeah. thing with hockey. Radio commentary is a hundred times better than TV commentary.
1: They tell a better story. And I think too, potentially we could argue that they're not nearly as good as they were because they don't have to just, I mean, a lot of those guys that were really good at radio, didn't have tv i mean they they could tell us and this is a whole different conversation but yeah um, I, i'm very surprised too that um zach didn't talk about like mma or something like that being i i've been that... waiting for my spot to jump in
2: you already had your spot to jump no in. you didn't let me talk about my my favorite show to watch live oh, sports yeah. on tv you <laughs> just asked me about football
1: no it, you the whole point was to argue how football wasn't
2: and then logan was jumping around well, the reason way,
1: we could pout about it all night.
2: I'm not pouting. I'm smiling actually. I'm enjoying sorry. this conversation. Sorry Where's
0: my because- candy at? Before uh, <laughs> <laughs> is she wearing a is she wearing a an NPR shirt a member station NPR shirt jacket? Angel's a big no. glass fan. Oh uh, no! The chive. Uh, I get it. Okay, sorry. Okay, uh, I saw the K in four letters, and I'm like, I oh, don't Anyway, well, uh, before we vote, last thing I want to say is the reason why it's that way when it comes to radio broadcasts being the best way and better than than TV is because they don't. They can't, it's it's the same with, with television reporters versus radio reporters. As a TV reporter, I get to rely on B-roll. As a radio reporter, I have to paint the picture for you and use yeah. the theater of the mind. Yeah, it's absolutely. tougher to bring you into that scene. So that's, and, yep. and we're trained so, to do that too. So
3: I, I challenge anybody that has difficulty watching sports because the commentary kind of gets in the way, um, watching sports live on TV, turn it all the way down. Get an app that has has a sports radio on it. Yep. Find the the game that you're you're watching and just listen to the game on on your app while you're while you're watching it on TV. It's a
1: hundred times better.
2: And boom, we're at MMA. No, we're I not. Think... No, we're not. Uh. Um,
1: no, we're not. Sorry, we're not. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we're not. I mean, you've been waiting and you're just gonna have to wait a little bit harder. That's fine. Um, oh, I'll wait harder. No, listen, listen. I got listen. <laughs> so hard so hard it's awkward it's touching oh, yeah. my elbow um that's a wild Look, thing that jen that says bad. in england because they play so late they trim the games down could you imagine only watching 30 minutes or highlights only i'd actually watch yes, it that's
3: called that's called the uh, the legends football league formerly known as the lingerie football league and those women play hard as shit and i'm so upset that when you watch those games they're, they're like 20 30 it. minutes it's like 20 20 to 30 minutes long and the game, like, I, I've i been, I've watched one in person, and it was great. Like, those women go hard.
0: Yeah. I, I do also want to bounce back for what Grimm's comment. Have you, have you guys seen David Murphy's tweet from six days ago or so? I have not. No. He, it was a great tweet. He says, watching playoff baseball, which is a different monster than regular season baseball. Watching playoff baseball is like watching a loved one defuse a bomb. It's so true because if you're watching playoff baseball and a team you like is is in, you are on the edge of your seat every pitch. You are wondering every situation what's going to happen. Two outs, can they just get one hit here? It's it's a different thing. Yeah, uh, is it knows
1: and, about a team exploding. Shout out, New I, York man. I
3: will say the same to any like for instance, anybody that wants to get into watching hockey. If somebody's like wanting to get interested in hockey, don't watch regular season. Wait until postseason, then start watching hockey.
1: That's, That's where, where exciting
3: at. hockey really happens. That's where everything's amped up. The crowds are louder. The the game. The plays first couple, naturally. the first week,
1: first week's yep. awesome. They're back. They're hitting hard. So it, like, Penguins came out three nothing in the first period. And uh, yeah, it, it'll yeah, I agree with you. Playoff hockey is like nothing else too. But um, so uh, let's put the poll up real quick. Football is the best sport to watch on TV. You're either going to agree, and then you're going to be on Team Brandon and Toby, or you're going to disagree. You're going to be with us while the poll is going live. In 10 words or less, Zach, tell us your favorite sport and why.
2: To watch live? Yes. Live in person? No, no, no.
1: Oh, oh, no, I thought just on TV. I don't care. On
2: on TV, it's MMA. I mean, fighting in general. I think it's great because they fused the the multi-team projection, like multi-team presentation with the broadcast booth and the awesome cinematography that they have with ringside cameras. I think it's great. I think it's a merger of both.
4: I agree, except put that on mute as well. They scream into the microphone. It's so fucking annoying. Some of them do, but the, but uh, the away, cinematography or? though that you mentioned, yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, the camera camera work
3: during Cam- MMA, camera work in, in MMA is awesome. A real, a really awesome. Well MMA
4: made. and and most boxing,
3: boxing. Um, yep. I was gonna say boxing. I
4: grew up on boxing, and it's great if the MMA announcers would just shut the hell up. It'd be awesome.
1: Some of them I've seen some really good ones, and There's I'm not a huge ones. I'm not a huge fight fan. But with the right card, and with Zach getting pumped up throughout the week and throwing bets out <laughs> that I bet the opposite of his bets, I enjoy now that it's legal to bet. I it's made MMA so much more enjoyable. I, I love watching. To be honest, I love watching the like uh, the uh, undercards and yeah, the the undercards, yeah. and the female fights. Are much more exciting than waiting for that anticipation yep. to have a heavyweight fight last thirty seconds because some dude just gets lands the right shot of a broken leg or a broken oh, wait a ice minute leg. No.
2: or blows out his knee like it happened a couple months ago and the first punch of the fucking fight on the main event.
1: Yeah, but um,
3: oh. um,
1: oh, oh We okay. got twenty-two
3: people watching and only seven people have voted on this poll. Let's go, people.
1: I well, know, good. but it's awesome. We're winning. So you guys, we can, you want to end the poll and give Toby his first loss. <laughs> Hang that L. <laughs> no, well, right, I we'll, figure we'll... I'd
3: probably lose this one anyway, because quite a few people that are even in the chat have already said most of them don't even watch sports on TV anyway.
1: Yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, no, that's, that, that's a good, uh, that's a good conversation. No, I, I like that card. I like that conversation. And uh, while, uh, while that's going there, I know Zach has, has been really excited to do his word of the week. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're
2: not excited? I wasn't... One second, we find the banner. Oh, Jesus Christ, he says. All right, I found the banner.
3: I don't know why we're playing. like, we already it. have 52 minutes. I didn't think we were going to do it today. Of course. Well, yeah, we,
1: we didn't do it last I was expecting week. Picker Wheel. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We, we got to do the Picker Wheel. Okay. Word of the week. Right.
2: Oh, the producer, picture. Zach. Word of the week is Prestidigitation. The what? party performer... Dazzled the crowd with magics and sparks and and mythical sounds and a stunning act of prestidigitation.
3: Prestidigitation. Wow. Were, were you going to give us a definition, not just an example?
2: Read the ticker, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. This is my bit. This is like the fifth time we've done it, and you haven't never read the ticker. No, no not, not once. I, did.
1: I didn't. I did, and I haven't seen the definition. Coming from the word Where prestige, to go? I imagine.
2: Oh, <laughs> Come <coming> back.
1: <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I went full screen. I didn't mean to do that. What is going on over What's here? Going pressing... on. All right. Um, All right. Yeah, I still don't see the definition.
2: It's right there. It's performed as oh, an oh, Nobody is. I'm not doing this. Why do I
3: feel like the word has more syllables than the definition?
1: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. That is. Do you think you could spell that? Without... It's
3: like WWW actually has more syllables than World Wide Web.
1: Press, I can barely press. Prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. I don't like that. There's too much. Oh, yeah, it does not
3: roll off the tongue.
1: I don't think somebody that has a a, a a a stutter could say that word.
2: Or maybe that's who came up with that word.
3: Prestidigitation?
1: Oh, no <laughs> how do you think Mike Tyson would say it? Prestidigitation.
3: <laughs> Listen, Mr. Tyson. The views expressed by individuals on this show do not necessarily represent the overall views of the show in general. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Tyson.
4: All right. So it starts with prestige, right? Widespread respect and admiration felt for someone or something on the basis of a perception of their achievements or quality. So we all know that, well, we should, that uh, magicians and all that stuff, magic tricks was prestige mm-hmm. And then digit an amazing movie, by the way. If you
3: haven't seen it, you, you need to. oh yeah, that's a great movie.
4: The digitation would be the
1: the viewing of it.
3: That's, that's yeah. good.
2: I like your words, Zach. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Logan.
1: I like it too. I can't spell press, it, I can barely say it, and apparently I can't press, read it. Press the
4: digitation. Press the digitation.
1: I think you need to
4: teach you couldn't even say Simon
3: Cowell Prestidigitation.
1: Well, press the digitation. But it was I, it's I mean not
3: spelled
2: you the said way that I called well. That's how it's spelled. Caldwell Tanner.
1: Nope. It's spelled like that. There's there, no D in cowl. Yes, there is. You want to bet? I'll bring yes, up the, I'll goddamn give you the D.
3: Now
2: we're <laughs> cussing each other out. Uh right. hey, does anybody have anything for the picker wheel while he's looking? <laughs> anything new to add?
1: <laughs> yeah, we're looking up how how to a brand of
2: hot dog buns or something like that.
1: Nathan's. That's not the right thing.
2: Nathan's has their own buns.
0: Have you tried, oh, yeah, they do. Have you yeah, tried the Hawaiian?
2: Uh, Nathan does
3: have Hawaiian. They have Hawaiian and uh, what is it? The butter bread buns Nathan has.
2: Unpopular opinion. I love seeded hot dog buns.
0: How about potato bread? Anybody enjoy potato? Oh, yes. Huge potato oh absolutely. Bread. Nope. Logan Logan with no flavor potato.
2: again. It is Simon Coldwell. Maybe Simon Coldwell is a different person. Simon Coldwell would be a different person then because Simon Cowell coldwell
1: and it's no, American. america's got talent that's how you spell it no there's no d in it but i i'm, no, I'm educating the wait, youth
2: wait no it is spelled wrong in the article it is simon it's, si- it's spelled wrong C-O-L. in the W-E-L. article. so I, matt i apologize
4: because you read and about i apologize the
1: article. back to you we're good okay all right okay, i read the article like i give a shot sorry, shit sorry simon, man simon coldwell and, that's why i got confused control, gentlemen. to the picker wheel to the picker wheel, <laughs> the picker wheel. <laughs> please all right, we're gonna spin it. Uh, the what was spun last week was our craziest sexual story, and we're just not gonna. We don't have time. I know most of them probably only last three minutes, but right. we have three minutes left to the show. We're not gonna waste it on that. So let's spin a new one on the picker wheel. Hopefully, we can was get the one way. last week. It was crazy. Uh, craziest sexual story.
2: We I don't can't have do this in
1: this. three minutes. We I can't. don't have time for this. Yeah. We're going to – we'll put this in for next week. That's a good table. Um, And then we're going to – Yeah. We're going to re- – we can't. Yeah, we can't do this in three minutes.
2: I have very big opinions on this.
1: Okay, that's a, that's a long one to read. Uh, for anybody there, best instant karma slash karmas, a bitch moment you've ever witnessed caused.
0: I'd have to think about that, one, but I think that's also a longer story. Yeah.
1: We're going to put that one back.
0: That's yeah, there's a lot the story. of story. We're all we're hitting like a story
3: and the uh debate topics tonight like those. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. Yep. Pizza, calzone, pasta dish.
0: So we're choosing which one we prefer.
1: Okay. Okay. Or, do we choose rank? a pizza, calzone, or a pasta dish if you can only pick one? Oh, which I one do you pick? I can
0: pick, pick one. Jesus. Oh, that's I'm going pizza. Calzone. I'm doing pizza because you can put pasta on top of it. Ooh, oh, you can put a calzone. God.
2: You can put no. pasta in a calzone. The fuck it Shout out Mac and Dog.
3: Mm.
2: Okay. Toby, what are you uh,
3: gonna do? I myself am going with a pasta bread bowl.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with it.
3: Alfred an Alfredo bread bowl or a mac and cheese bread bowl. Oh
2: why did you just say best
3: pasta sauce, bowl.
0: Toby? Best pasta sauce? what do you what do you go with? Like What's your pasta dish?
3: Well, I really like a thick red wine sauce, but um, I do. I if it's seasoned correctly, I, I really do like Alfredo.
0: Alfredo's good. I'm a clam and linguine kind of guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Green clam sauce, buttery, mm-hmm. delicious.
1: Oh, well, Grim says calzones just to fold the pizza. Fight him.
2: I mean, it is. I don't think anybody needs to fight you. That's just what it is.
1: Yeah. why does
2: he want to fight us? I don't understand.
1: Yeah, what well, you are angry tonight, Grim. Do you yeah, want to yeah, talk about it? We get mute cancel Logan, mute Logan, unplug Logan. Hats are just big yarmulkes <laughs> And now you want to fight him. What do you mean?
3: <laughs> Hats are just yarmulkes with brims.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna pick pizza. I'm just I just love pizza. I'm, I like pasta, but I love pizza. Yeah, and calzone, I, can... I mean
3: I was. I'm, not gonna, I, hate I'm it. not gonna lie. I was. I was the. I hate Domino's Pizza, but they got it right with their with their pasta bread bowls. And when they got rid of the mac and cheese bread bowl, I was I was devastated, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was destroyed by that. What, what hurt, hurt worse? They're like, oh, oh you right? can make your own now. You can just make your own. I was like, excellent. Hey, uh, I'd like you to put in the Alfredo noodles. They're like, yep. I'm like, and then cheese sauce. They're like, we can't do that.
1: What hurt worse, the Mexican pizza leaving or the pasta mac and cheese bread bowl?
3: I am not going to lie to you that probably the the mac and cheese pasta uh, bread bowl from Domino's.
1: Now, what if they what if they bring it back? Would life be I will eat it.
3: I will probably eat that for every fucking meal. I'm not even like any time the wife was like, uh, you want to eat out tonight? What do you want? Uh, Domino's uh, mac and cheese bread bowl every time.
2: Toby's army gonna Every pull day. Domino's on the internet now until they bring back the mac and cheese Red Bull.
3: I think maybe I need to. I think I, you should. Yeah. Doja
2: Cat brought back Mexican pizza. Toby's army can bring back the Domino's mac and cheese Red Bull.
3: Interesting uh, fact, the only reason they stopped doing the Mexican pizza after they brought it back was because the uh they ran out of the boxes, not the ingredients. Interesting. I'll go with pizza.
2: I mean it doesn't make it out of the drive-thru, so why don't they just hand it to me on a plate? Yeah.
1: Right? Um, yeah, no matter what kind of pasta you choose, you can opt to have it served in a bread bowl. This is right on so, Domino's home Yeah, page. but they're
3: like 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 Jennifer said, they're they're actually going away altogether, the bread bowls.
1: Unreal. Hmm. Well, but, do you think you could bribe somebody in there to just make it for you?
3: I don't know, Jennifer. What do you think? You think I could what get you Bring your to own bread. Bring my own bread bowl. Like bring all your own butter bread bowl. and all, like, all throw some
4: Alfredo in here.
1: Well, he wants mac and cheese. All
2: right, throw some mac and cheese in here. Huh. What
1: is that face? Yeah, I don't What's,
2: know. That's, that's, like, that's, that's my what, that's not what Toby's face looks like. Not at all. That's my face of
4: Toby when he's just so desperate for a bread bowl and he makes his own. He's like, Throw some mac and cheese
3: in my bread bowl, please.
1: I don't see it. No,
3: it looks more like Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey.
1: I (laughs) was thinking
2: having a stroke. I was thinking like I was thinking (laughs) Slappy the Dummy from the old Goosebumps, like the old Goosebumps cartoons.
1: (laughs) I never saw him, but it sounds funny. All right, on that note, I was just about to try to put a picture of it in the ticker, but that won't work. No, you can't. You can't put pictures in pictures. You can't put pictures in the ticker. Uh, Listen, Simon of that, Caldwell. Yeah, picture. Simon Caldwell says, hey, we want to shout out our YouTube members, so thank you from Simon Caldwell. Need Metal Queen X, Winnie, Toby's Army, Bomber 521, Grimlock, Elo, Lalita, Copper John's Beard Company, Willie Webbs, Rozzy Gardner. You've been whacking off. Who's been whacking off? Who, where's he whacking off? I don't know. Probably I've on been. Tuesday. Probably oh, is wait, right what? now. He's been playing a lot of old school 64 in games in his basement, and he's living on his futon. Probably a lot of come on this. Jennifer McCown, thank you kush kelly navy jesse 50 brooke phelps eugene michael not michelle figured that out tuesday fire lord jennifer soots kevin van cleve why do you guys make me read them all the time apparently i can't read angel lynn coons Coons? joe meyer 86 yeah michael krueger bahala queen let's go manda b Fitz, jake penletta and who Rob, rob motherfucking, motherfucking jones. jones we've been practicing that one rob don't ever become an unsubscriber and thanks to toby for most of those subscribers apparently it was renewed day and we still got some green in the chat so thank you to all the green in the chat and uh grim finally said something funny that's logan's get off my lawn having <laughs> bells palsy episode oh get off my lawn <laughs> i'm so that wrong yeah i'm um, that let's all uh, got logan go. tell everybody goodbye Bye.